0: Okay, today's daf is Shabbos Daf Kufmem Dalad. We are on Kufmem Gimel Ahmed Bez, about eight lines from the bottom, the Vesava Rabbi Yehuda. So, how do we get into this discussion? We are talking about mashkin shazavu, liquids that squeezed out of the fruit. So the halacha is you're not allowed to drink that because you might end up you know going to squeeze the fruits further on Shabbos. That's one reason found in the Rishonim. There are other reasons that the Rishonim discuss. We'll leave it for Misatz Beitza. We'll spend more significant time discussing why juice that oozed out on Shabbos one cannot drink. Then we get, we have three different categories of fruit. We threw in that there's there's something called Zayin oven, which is olives and grapes. Those things that are always uh, typically used for juice. So then even if you uh, wanted to eat it, you had no intention of squeezing the grapes, the juice that comes out of it, everybody agrees, you're not allowed to take that on Shabbos. Then we had the other extreme, which are fruits that nobody squeezes. I don't know. Today, everybody squeezes everything, but you know, it take something that, that typically is not being squeezed for juice. So then, if juice came out of it, halacha is, you would be allowed to drink that. What was in between, the machoik is between Rabbi Yehuda, and the Chachamim was the in between? We're going to call that um, we're going to call that uh, these pomegranates or berries that people would sometimes use for juice, other times it was eaten. So that was the Machalikah Shabihud the Chacham. Now, in that last piece that we saw in yesterday's daft, we mentioned that what about Stam? If the person did not say, sp- specify what he intended on using the, the fruit for, he brought it into his house, but Stam went to the store, he bought. These uh, pomegranates, we didn't specify what they're used for. So there, we said Rabbi Yehuda held Stam is Aster, that if you didn't specify what you wanted it for, we're going to assume the worst that you wanted to use it for juice, and therefore, if pomegranate juice came out of the pomegranate, so then you would not be able to to uh, to drink it to drink it on Shabbos. Okay, so the Gemara says V'sava Rabbi Yehuda. The stam We went in a Mishnah, so now we got to get into a little bit of tilchos tumav tahara. So there's a there's a called Mesectas Machshirin. So Mesectas Machshirin talks about a, a concept called vchiyutan. That means the Torah tells us that in order for something to be susceptible for Tumma, Roy lekabel it has to be vchiyutan, which means it has to have gotten wet. What does wet mean? One of the Zion Mashkim, one of the seven liquids, if that gets the fruit wet, so then if someone was Tame touched it, he makes the fruit Tame. That's called Vechayutan. The and there are seven types of liquids. And the way to remember it is Yad Shachatam. That's, you remember, these seven liquids uh, get a fruit ready to be Vechabo Tumma. Okay, so what about milk? So milk is one of them. Chalav is one of them. That's the the Ches in Yad Shachat Dam Vatam Mishnah. Chalev ha'isha metame, woman's milk, mother's milk is metame. It can make fruit muchshir Now this works whether it's leratzain or shlo'al leratzain. Whether the the woman nursed leratzain or shlo'al leratzain, it leaked. It wasn't uh, expressed for a for a desirable purpose. Still, this milk is considered a liquid, a beverage in halacha, and if the milk is, is on top of something, so that is much shulakabel Fine, that is halacha number one. Next, what if you have chale vehema, cow's milk? So then, enemitame, It has to be laratzin. It has to be that this was that this was milked for milk. It wasn't that uh, the cow just you know leaked some milk. From the udders, it has to be that this milk was was uh, processed was was um, milk in order to in order to drink. Fine. So we see a a chumrah by chalavisha, Bain And we're going to see how this comes back to our Gemara. So I'm Rabbi Kiva, and this is a, this is an extended between the Chacham and Rabbi Kiva. We're going to only pull out half of it, so we'll see. I'm Rabbi Kiva. Don't we say kavachemer hu? It should be a kavachemer. Uma chalev haisha. Sheena miyuchet al lektanim. Women's milk is typically used for kitanim, for young children. So, mitame lerotzim shalele ratsim. And still, halacha is, is mitame lerotzim shalele Whether it was expressed for, for for a beverage purpose, whether it leaked out. So, chalev abehema. Chalev of an animal. Shemiyuchet ben ketanim ben lektanim. It's universal. I everybody drinks milk, right? To inadin, she bin the rotzyn and bin shulay baratzyn. It's shvimat whether it leaked or whether it was it was uh, it was milked. So why why is our chacham saying that chalav behema is not matami unless it was milked baratzyn? Why should it be any different than chalav isha? So that is the machlokes Akiva and the chachamim. Machlokes is regarding chalav behema according okay, everyone agrees khalavisha we'll see how everybody knows that when it comes to a mother, mother's milk uh, human milk that it's mitame meaning it makes something mukshila kapotoma whether it was uh, pumped baratzain or whether it was an accident it leaked still it will be mukshila kapotoma however when it comes to Behema, when it's baratzain that goes into and everyone agrees And goli is when it's not baratzain so the Chum say it's not it's not matami, and Rabbi Yehuda holds it is matami. So Amarulai, the Chum uh, argue back with Rabbi Yehuda and they say like this: If we say the chalav isha is matami, even if she didn't want to express milk, so then she she's different. Why she dam I'll tell you why. This true. Now the truth is you could you should argue there's a concept of of you need to have das, the When rain falls on fruit, the Gemara says it has to be that you wanted it to get wet in order for it to uh, be mukshala So over here, shouldn't it be that these things only, macabre, only make something When I had it, I had it in mind this should happen. It should be something that I wanted. So we see that Chalav Isha is different. Why? Because Chalav Isha is similar to Dam Magafasa. Ma, what's Dam Mag- Magafasa? That's blood of her wound. So let's say a human cuts themselves. So you, you have a cut, and blood, the blood goes onto something. So blood is one of the seven liquids. Yad Shachat Dam, right? So that's the, the second Dalad. First, Dalit is Divash, so Yad Shachat Dam. So, blood is, makes something Mokshela kabatama. How did blood come out? So even if someone cut themselves by mistake, Halach is that blood could, be, could make something Mokshela kabatama. And we know the Gemara Nida tells us that Dam Nechar Vinasa the way Chazal saw milk in the, in the view of the Torah, is it originates from the blood. Of a human, so dam nechar venasech halav. So the same way we know the halachah is by dam that even without her desire, the blood could could be mukshel akhaba if it if it gets something else wet. So too the halav, whether it's shalei should also make something mukshel akhaba So that makes sense. So Amru, so Amru lechama said im timich chali veishleiratzoyin sheda magafto tami. That makes sense. That it should be the same. Let's say you stab an animal, right? It doesn't die. So when you shacht an animal, that blood makes something. However, and how do you remember that? Because what's the numanic? Yad, shachat, dam. Right? So you remember that the dam only, by the only when you shacht it. Yad, shachat, dam. However, let's say I stab an animal. I didn't kill it, I didn't shecht it, I stab an animal. The blood comes out. The blood touches, I don't know, a carrot. And that's a tame maize touches the carrot. Halacha is, it does not make a tame. Why? Only dam from shechita is included in Yad adam. So it makes sense that Chalav is different. And Chalav of an animal would only make something That's the back and forth between the Chachamim and Rabbi Kiva. So you have two more arguments, and then we'll see how this goes back to Mishach Amr Shabbos. Rabbi Kiva responded, Machmrani biba dam. No. Amor machmir by chalav than dam. Why? Let's say you have an animal who's in pain and she needs to be nursed. She needs to uh, milk the cow. There's a discussion on Shabbos what to do. But halacha is You milk the cow just to, to uh, take away her pain. Not that you are using the milk for anything. Tame, the milk that comes out is still mukhshil Because at the end of the day, you want the milk out. However, mak is lerifu. let's say you were is dam, you bloodlet the animal, in order that the animal should, should feel good. It's still not considered a beverage, and it's tahar, so you see that don't compare chalav to dam. Chalav is more machmir than dam. That's the back and forth, that the kiva is telling the chachamim. So, amrulai... So, Chavim said back to Rabbi Kiva, and this is how this circles back to our Masechta. They said like this, Don't tell me that there's no difference between uh, uh, the Chalav and the Dam. I'm sorry, there's a difference between the Chalav and the I tell you, I'm going to say, no. Let's say a person had baskets of olives and grapes. Oh, that sounds familiar. The liquid that comes out of it and it's collecting in that basket. Tamayin, they are tamay. Shalai loratsayin tahirin. So if it was to Shala Shalai to tahirin. What does that mean? If I wanted the juice to come out, I wanted grape juice in my basket, I wanted olive oil. So then it's tamay. Shalai loratsayin, I didn't want this juice or olive oil. It's tar. So you see clearly from here, we have a clear source that what do we really care about? What's the criteria to figure out if something is mokshalakabatam or not? One word, ratzaiin. If there was sign by the grapes and olives, ah, makaba no ratzaiin tar. Same thing is applied by animals. So why by, by humans? That has nothing to do with anything. Humans is a special pasuk. You look at Rashi, we'll go through it a different time. Special reason by, by human beings than the milk from a human being. But for everything else, there's one word. Ratzon. Okay, so th- if you want to look in the Mishnahis and Mechshirin, there's a much l- a lengthier discussion back and forth figuring out that halacha. But the Gemara doesn't bring it here. The Gemara just stops at this point. Once we mentioned of them, the olives and the grapes, now we can circle back to Mesech the So hold on a second. My love, what does it mean when the say L'Ratzayn? That it's L'Ratzayn, when the juice comes out of is it's tame. Doesn't that mean the Denichale? You wanted to use the juice as a drink? And when you didn't want to use it as a drink, that's Bistama. That's when I didn't make my didn't make up my mind. I just put grapes and olives in a basket. I didn't make a decision. That's called stamma. So what do you see from here? That it's still it's still tar, even if there was Bistama. So we're more mako by stam. Now that's gonna be a question on rebuhto, because we just said holds. When I had stam uh tutim the stam das. What is stam? Stam means without any specific intent. I have to be machamer. So let's see. Let's see the Gemara explain the question. When it comes to olives and grapes, the standard use for olives and grapes is for juice, right? Yet, as long as I didn't specifically have in mind for the juice, halacha is the juice is tahar. No problem. So what do you see from here? That stam das without specific intent shows me that I don't really want it to be to, to, have, to have been juiced. than tutim. Very When it comes to these these berries and pomegranates, what is it's not typically used for juice, some people do, some people don't. Like koloski shouldn't I have a sure say that stam should not be considered a beverage? And let's circle back to yesterday's daf. So if stam is not considered a beverage. That means, according to Rabbi Huda, it should be that if I had had pomegranates and berries, and I did not have in mind anything, I just bought, I saw a good deal, I bought a bunch of pomegranates, and then I left it in in my refrigerator, come the next day, and some juice oozed out. Rabbi Huda, yesterday's out, said, "Stam, you have to be machmer. Over here, you clearly see that "stam," uh, I I don't have to be machmer, I don't have to consider it juice. So the Gemara says, loy, no. The Gemara never said anything about "stam." lie, no, when L'Ratzayn meant Bistama, when we said when you, when you left it there L'Ratzayn in order to get juice it didn't mean, I specifically had in mind that I'm going to use the juice all it meant was stomach. I left the grapes in the basket, what do people leave grapes in baskets for? Probably to get some juice, that's Bistama and then we see that we do consider it that I wanted the juice from our machmir. what is the mean when the Mishnah said Shilohi L'Ratzayn that meant, it that didn't mean stam, it didn't say anything. It meant the Goliadate specifically said, I don't want the juice. So only then do we say that. Something's up with the Wi Fi and everything else here. So only then do I say that, that uh, we do not. Oh, I lost my train of thought. What? Coffee here? Interesting. Okay, try this again. Okay, one more time. To for no, it's not working. Um you What You need reset on I don't know what's going on here. Let's finish that Shiloh. Okay, so when when we're trying to bring a riot from this Mishnah. The Mishnah said that idea versus non-yidea, right? That that makes a difference. W- w- I'm sorry, rotzen versus no rutsen. So we wanted to say that rotzen meant uh, I specifically had in mind, and and in a rotzen meant stam. I didn't say specifically. So we asked the kasha, So you see from there that stam we do not consider it as if it's a uh, as as if you wanted the fruit you can makele. So the says no. Don't, don't bring me right from there. When the when the Mishnah said and maybe rotzim meant stam, and Shalala rotzim meant the Galia specifically said, Dharma malo uh, I do I did not want it to to uh, ooze juice." So maybe that's the only time we will not consider it a beverage. When I said specifically, I do not want this to be considered uh, juice. Next, that's one tiritz. If boys say my second tiritz, we could say, "Don't." compare where you took fruits and put it into a bowl versus where you put it into a basket. Putting fruits in a basket, where exactly is the juice going to collect? You put, you put the grapes in a basket, if juice oozes out, where's it going? It's going in the garbage. It's going straight down to the ground. So You would assume that the person doesn't care about it. So unless the person said, I really do care about it, I could assume that their stam so das was that you did not want this grape juice to be juice. And therefore, uh, we would say this is, not, this is not considered juice. OK, next. Let's see if this works one more time. Let's try the Zoom, if anyone's still on it. OK, so Ashkechan, Rabbi Huda, the mighty Rabbanon, the possession So going back to yesterday's daf. The Mishnah originally had this big machlaikes between the Cham and Rabbi Huda, and then the Gemara said it's not such a broad machlaikes. Really, they both agree on specific parts. Every, the Rabbi Huda agrees to Chachamim, when it comes to Zeisimanavim, when it comes to grapes and olives, that even if you had a mind for it to be food, it's still considered the Mashkin shazav would be user, because are the quintessential fruits used for juice. That was that Rabbi Yehuda agreed to the Charam, and then the Gemara said the Rabbanon agreed to Rabbi Yehuda b'Shar When you have fruits that are not typically used for juice, that those can also be. If you if he specifically wanted it for food, then you could drink the fruit, the juice that came out of it. So, so where do you know this from? So the, the Gemara says Brisa. A, a person is allowed to squeeze on Shabbos. uh These different types of plums. Baparishin. Bapuzrudin. Various types of apples, fruits that were not used for 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 uh, for juice. If you look in Shocher Aruch, I think Aruch, the Ramam, he says you're actually allowed to squeeze uh, lemonade on Shabbos because uh, nobody. the skimara. Now today you wouldn't do that. People, lemonade is considered a, uh, a you know a standard beverage, but okay. So avaloi barimainim. You're, you're, so, you're allowed to squeeze these plums and sour apples. Avaloi barimainim, you cannot squeeze pomegranates. In the house of Menashe they would squeeze the rimainim, they would squeeze uh, pomegranates. What does that mean? So, Rashi says they would squeeze it during the week. So, what do you see from here? That there are those that actually use it. So, the, the local juice bar, they are squeezing cucumbers and watermelon, they making all types of drinks. So, that is why the Chachamim say over here, barimaynem, that you should not uh, squeeze the remindim. So, what do you see from here? You see that the Chachamim do agree to Rabbi Yehuda by the lowest level of fruits that mashkin, Shesavu that the juice that oozed out of it must be fine. How do I know that? They said, I'm allowed to squeeze it. I'm allowed to take, according to the Ram, I'm allowed to take lemons on Shabbos and squeeze it. Make lemon juice on Shabbos, right? Don't do it today. Why? Because those things are not typically squeezed. So I'm allowed to squeeze lemons, or squeeze these plums on Shabbos. For sure, if juice oozed out of it on Shabbos, I'm sure allowed to drink it. So I found you the source, with the Chacham Magriti, Rabbi Yehuda, that mashkin shazavu, from these type of fruits, which were not typically used for juice, you're allowed to uh, consume it. So think about says, hold on. We might do Rabbanani. Who told you it's the Rabbanan? It doesn't say anywhere Rabbanani. Rabbi Maybe this is in the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda who holds that these things are are set aside for food. Mashkin shazabu the juice that oozed out of it is fine. So maybe he's the one that holds. Not only could I drink the juice that that oozed out of it, I could actually squeeze it myself. The says, "No, but the heavy nami, Rabbi Yehuda, And if you want to tell me this is Rabbi Yehuda, Emor deShamalei the Rabbi Yehuda. When did Rabbi Yehuda say his halacha? Yatsumi All he said was that if juice squeezed out of it, there's no takana not to drink it. Because these things are not typically used for juice. Did he ever say, you're allowed to squeeze lemons on Shabbos? You're allowed to squeeze plums? Did you ever hear of you to say that? No. What are you going to tell me? The That since nobody squeezes them, It should be mutter. So then, Aphilu Tema Rabbanon. So, who told you that the Rabbanon would disagree with that? Kevon. the law, B'neeshritininu, Aphilu Chatkhila. Since these things are not typically uh, squeezed, even the Chatkhila, you'd be allowed to squeeze these. On Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Shma Mino, is in fact a good riot of the Raburni, that this would be the opinion of the Rabboni, that everyone agrees to this. Shmah Minos, so we found the source that the Rabun would agree to Rabbi Huda. That mashkin shazavu, that juice that squeezed down on Shabbos, that was squeezed on Shabbos, oozed out. And it's a type of fruit that is not typically used for squeezing. Halach is you'd be allowed to drink from from you'd be allowed to drink that beverage. What about this halacha? This halacha is also brought down in Shulchan that things that are uh, that are typically not uh, not squeezed. So you could, however, we are, we are concerned that everything you're going to find someone that's going to squeeze it, and therefore the Achronim will say we're So we'll see that actually plays, uh, comes comes in this Gemara, and we'll see that we're concerned for different uh, different things. Then we're going to go back to uh, what we said before: base Menashe on the house of Menashe. You know, by the Schwartzes, by Menachem, he remind him. So uh, they used to squeeze the pomegranates. The Gemara says, That's what we pass We pass them like these people. Nachman, "Menashe tanahu?" What? Menashe <laughs> is a place. You, you do whatever your next door neighbor does. That's you, that's the halachas. If you want to tell me halachas like this, tana, to serve Allah. he holds like the Schwartzes. Kishal menashe menachem the Maharaj says, hold on, that doesn't make any sense. Because Menasheh Menachim Menachem squeezes pomegranates uh, during the week. They have a pomegranate bar. Right? So now everyone in the world cannot, uh, everyone in the world cannot, uh, have to be machmir on Shabbos that Maash and was is Aser. Menachim or have a ruba da'ama? They're the majority of the world? Why are we passing halachas based on one guy? You know, sometimes you make public policy based on one person. That doesn't make any sense. The says, in, no, we do this. It is true that we Paskin based on an a, a, a individual or, a, a, you know, one case. Not, we went to the Mishnah, this is talking about kerem. so we had this recently. So one is not allowed to plant uh, other types of trees in a kerem in a vineyard. So halach is like this, HaMakayim someone who keeps thorns in the vineyard. So a thorn is, is, is a type of tree, it grows, it's high. On the other hand, you don't want it there, you're going you're gonna to get rid of it as soon as possible. Right? The karam is a problem. It's called Klai karam you, you, because you're going to leave it there. No, it's not usur of Klai Karim. It has to be something that people keep. No one's leaving it here. Everyone's, you're getting rid of this, uh, the thorn. Now, you decided to leave the thorn there. We don't care about you. You personally left the thorn. There. You're too lazy to, to pluck it out. That is not called Klai. The Amar of Khanina comes and he tries to give us the logic behind the opinion of Rabbi My time is Rabbi Why does Rabbi hold the thorns in a vineyard? Or ash, in Arabia? and They leave the thorns for their camels. Since the camels eat it, so when they have thorns, they leave it there. So since in that country, it's normal, so therefore, Around the world, kaitzim according to Avlezer, we're that kaitzim are klaiyak Okay, so what do we see from here? That we do make public policy halachic decisions based on, you know, uh, one situation. Someone says, "Hold on, my area. What type of Rai is that? The Arabia, Asra. Arabia is a place. There's a country like that. haha but died to the Now. The Rishonim explained like this. What does it mean? It's a place in one person. The point is that because in a certain cultures this is normal. So if anybody would, would live in that place, it would be considered normal. So then we, 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 we would create halacha based on that. The halacha says that sometimes leaving, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, thorns is normal if you have camels. However, one guy drinking pomegranate juice that doesn't make it, oh, if I was like him. What does it mean, if I was like him, I would drink it? I'm not like him, right? A country, you could say there's a certain culture, there's a certain nature that, that, defo- that given these uh, facts, this would be considered normal. So if you have a lot of camels, you would leave the thorns in your in your, uh, in your garden. So th- then we can make uh, halacha saken. OK, fart. So let's go back. It can't be that this is uh, the reason for Rav Nachman poskening that you're not allowed to squeeze pomegranates because the house of Menashe doesn't make any sense. So Ella, I'll tell you another reason. Haynu The reason for Rav Nachman is Kid Rav Nothing to do with Arabia, nothing to do with the, the, the Schwarzes, It's a halacha of Rav Chisda. Adam Rav Chista says Turadin, someone took Turadin, which is beets on the son of mikvah. You squeeze it and you put it into the mikvah. Okay, so what? You ruin the mikvah. So you have a hundred thousand dollar mikvah. Take uh, some beets. You squeeze it in there. You just ruin the whole thing. If it changes the color of the water, halacha is it, it passes the mikvah. Okay. But however, trodden beets. Nobody squeezes beets. They don't make beet juice today. They do, right? of uh, and all this stuff. But back in the day, you didn't make beet juice. So the shinimara is only when you took something that's a beverage, it's a liquid, and it changes the color. That's talacha's shinimara. So what's going on here? Let's say I took, uh, I don't know, you took something, it's like a, a rusty piece of metal. You put it into the water and it changed the color. That's not a mashka. It doesn't ruin the mikvah. only something that's considered a beverage. And you told me over here that beet juice is considered a beverage. Why? Beets, nobody squeezes beets for juice back in the day. So, what are you going to tell me? It must be, since you personally squeezed it into the mikvah, you had this, ach-sheveh. you thought of it as juice, and therefore for you, the halacha is this is considered a beverage. We have this in other places, we have this Nechas Pesach. Someone who takes or hilchos you take a we talk about they take a baseball glove right or a, or a football pigskin, and you uh, roast it with fried onions. Take a fork and knife and start eating it. Halach is it's called achshave. You're eating something that's treif, and you're showing to you, you you you're considering your food. It's called achshave. So we have this in many other places in Hilchas Brachas. we have this in Hilchas shabbos, and once again in Hilchas mcvayes. Someone who squeezes the beet, you're showing that I consider the beet juice uh, uh, beverage i squeezing it. Which is a chiddush to say that. So too, Hachanami. That's how Rav so That's how. that's how Rav Nachman knows that pomegranate juice would be a problem. Since over here, Kevanach Shavino Mashka Since it was squeezed for uh, the juice purposes, it would be considered a mashke. And since these people are what but they would do it during the week, but they would not do it on Shabbos. Okay, let's do one more. Raf Papa um, Rav Papa says, I'll tell you a different reason. Why do we say that someone who, who squeezes the beets into a into a mikveh, he passels it, even though beet juice is not considered a mashke, typically? Different reason. In Hilchas mikvahis, Halacha is you're only allowed to make a mikvah out of water, right? Or you use ice, you can use snow. There's A lot to, uh, to think about what you could use, but you have to you can only use like you know something that has to do with water anything that cannot be used for a mikvah if this thing is added to the if this liquid is added to the uh, mikvah even though it's not a beverage. It's just something that I cannot make a mikvah out of. That apostles it veshinoy marav if it changes the color. Let's see, it wine or vinegar or meikal is this uh, juice that oozes out of olives the marav. So this veshinoy marav and it changes the color apostle apostles the mikvah. So. Uh, seemingly, the, the, the first way to look at this would be these things are considered beverages. You have wine or oil. I guess vinegar was not clear. Today, our vinegar is pretty clear. Well, let's say you had an uh, apple cider vinegar or wine vinegar, so they weren't clear. They would change the color of the, of the, uh, of the mikvah. We would assume these things are considered liquids. So um, rabbiya, these things are considered beverages. So um, rabbiya, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yaakov, that even this moichal is considered a mashke, right? The, 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 Montana, moichal, mashke, who said that this uh, olive oil not oil, it's like a water that comes out of the olives, is considered a liquid. Moichal that comes out of the olives is considered a beverage. Why did they say, what did Chacham say that the Moichal the that comes out of the olives is Tahar? Uh, it's not considered a, a, a beverage. Because you don't want to keep it. So therefore, it won't make something muchshel because it has to be, it has to be with das. moichal is not like a, a beverage. So, so one why do they say that the moichal that comes out of the the end of the when you finish pressing the olives? There's a little bit of liquid left over, which is called moichal. So why do they say that this is considered tame, that it's considered, an a, uh, it's considered shemen? There's going to be a little bit of olives in, in there. So may I will be the difference between uh, these two opinions. Either way, the maiha that comes out in the beginning is tar, and at the end is tame. The, the olives that came... After it, uh, after it, it stood for a long time. According to Yaakov, since I want it, it's good. It's right to be It's tame. According to Shimon, it's tar because because I didn't yet squeeze the olives. So there's no uh, there's no oil in it. Only there's only oil going to be in this water when it's at the end of the process. There's still some oil left in it. Rav this is why we brought this into our Gemara. Rav Mishum Oisin Himeno Mikva, Mikva This is the reason why this Moichal is not good it ruins the mikveh is because it's a davar that you, should not have, you could not have made a mikveh out of. And it indeed passes the mikveh shinoi mara. Okay, so we're going to stop here with the gemara, just a couple of halach points. Um, interesting that you know, when we discuss liquids and beverages, so we really get into what exactly the das is for that. What's your das? Your das is for... We'll see that in, uh, tomorrow's daf talks about when you're squeezing lemons into a salad. It's your doses is for a salad, so halakhically, we view it. That's not really. a, a mashka. You didn't. You didn't want to squeeze it uh, to be a beverage. So based on this, you have an interesting psaq from the uh, the liver going, the eretzv, and he wants to be malam If you if you go to uh, some uh, so, you, know, you go to a kiddush sometimes you'll see the people make kiddush on schnapps and they use one ounce, one fluid ounce, you know, a shot cup. And they'll make kiddush on schnapps. So there's the more famous limud that maybe is considered chashuv. You know, one ounce is considered chashuv, even though typically a kosher bracha. You need a release, you need to have know three, three and a half ounces in order to make kiddush. So how do you make kiddush on one ounce schnapps? So famous heter is that okay? It's a, it's considered davar chashuv because that's how people drink it. The Arisfi says another uh, limud chos. He says that. People do not view scotch or, or whiskey as a beverage. You don't, you don't drink it when you're thirsty. So it shouldn't be halachically considered a beverage. It should be considered food. Halach is what's the shear for food? Kazayas. So you have a Kazayas, and Kazayas actually fits. It's one ounce, one fluid ounce of Kazayas. And therefore, the Aristotle paskins. that's the reason why you're allowed to make Kiddush and Schnaps, because it's considered a solid. What's the problem with that? So you have two problems. One problem, Rav Harsha Shachter writes, is that uh, if it's a solid, so then it's not Hamar anymore. So, <laughs> what do you make kiddush on a solid? You can't make kiddush on a solid. You can make kiddush on a beverage. There's another uh, fascinating uh, nafkamino uh, halachic ramification of this statement. If anybody drinks uh, Canadian whiskey, so Canadian whiskey could have a small percentage of of wine, added, alcohol added to it, or if you drink whiskey aged in sherry casks, right? So. There's staminum wine that was produced by by non-Jews. It's not mavushol, none of that stuff, and those that taste gets into the 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 scotch, gets into the whiskey. So what is everybody relying on? One word called bittel. That there's so little wine that it's bottled into you know in the barrel of whiskey in the barrel of 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 scotch. However, if you if you go through the the go through the reasoning why we're making it, oh, it's only because wine only needs, you only have to dilute the wine six times to one. Let's say wine, non-kosher wine fell into your cup of coffee. As long as I have six times coffee to one part wine, I'm allowed to drink the coffee. That's how we pass it. However, hold cup. However, if what the wine fell into was a food, let's say I, I took wine and I want to marinate my, my ribs in wine and I use non-kosher wine. Do I go six to one? No, halachas, you need 60 to 1. Wine into liquids, you only need 6 to 1. But wine into food is regular macho, you need 60 to 1. So if you go with the kosher, the reason i let letting Kiddush and schnapps, Shabbos morning, is because it's a solid, not a liquid, can't drink sherry cask, <laughs> and you can't drink Canadian whiskey because you don't have vittal. Because there, if it's food, it's not considered a beverage, you would need 60 to 1, and typically you will not have vittal of 60 to 1. OK.